for the most part, people in, a, in the U.S. don't uh, they have no issue with money. No worries. Nah, man. There's some people that have issues with money. <laughs> well, I think most people have issues with money because they they create their own issues. And most people's problems are created by their own self. If everybody was just like, hey, let me... like, How many people out there do you think are really trying but just can't do it? 10%. Yeah, but you know how many people aren't making it? More than 10% of the people out oh, there. like 80%. Yeah, a lot of people are not making it, but they're just not doing stuff. To I do. think it's like when you... Think of, when everyone so everyone's complaining about inflation and all that, right? Hold no on. Problem. What's up, everybody? My name is Jay Cruz. I'm Austin Dogar, and you are Dogar. listening and watching to the Blueprints broadcast. This is our past tenth episode, so thank you for joining us. What What were you talking? What were you saying just before we started recording? So most people have already worked them worked themselves into some sort of. Uh, you know, problem with money. So when they do have actual, you know, life happenstance of inflation, things are on the rise and they're not getting paid as much, you should probably fix your money problems of what you're spending on because you need everything you could probably get <laughs> at that point. But if you if you knew how to handle money in the first place, this probably wouldn't be as big of a deal as you might think. And I'm not saying no one's going through stuff. Like it sucks. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like you need to do you need a penny pinch like a lot of people just need a penny pinch and figure out like what am I wasting money on what where can I cut and then where do I actually need to put my money hmm. I man that that's a tough one for me because I think um, I remember when I worked at uh, Dish Network and I would get a raise every year uh, I would just throw that in my spending budget I didn't I didn't save it as much as I should have I mean we're doing okay now but I think a lot of people when you're just making just enough to survive, it appears as though you're making just enough, but you're usually making more than you think you are, but you want to have all these luxuries. You want to have the the things right now. Like, Oh, I want this, whatever it is, like yep. these shoes or this clothes. And most of the time that shoes or that clothes, um, it, this is not going to last you as long as you think it will, or it won't, it won't fulfill you like you think it is, but you're allotting all this money towards, I mean, just listening to that, uh, whatever video you were just playing a second ago, where it was talking about streaming services, I guarantee you anybody that has one streaming service has three plus streaming services. That's pretty easy because you got Netflix, you have Prime. Almost everybody has Prime, right? And then most likely you have Disney or HBO. One of those would be your third. Yeah, or Showtime or yeah, or Hulu. Uh, yeah. Yeah, see, but if you watch a lot of TV shows, you'd be on Hulu. Yeah. If you watch a lot of movies, then you're on Netflix, and there's still, like, TV shows on there, too. But here's the thing, though. <clears throat> is there enough entertainment for you? Like, again, um, entertainment is, like, huge, like, a huge, like, that, that's probably, like, the biggest industry in the U.S. is some sort of entertainment. Yeah. So do you really need to be entertained so much that you need three to four to five options? Uh, I think the main ones that people have are, it's Netflix, Hulu, Prime, and Disney. Like those four specifically people have. Do you, do we, I'm not going to say to you because I know I have all four of those. Yeah. Do we really need that? And can you just cut it out and be okay? Yeah. I think uh, as time goes on, more is available to you, right? So we were talking about social media in the last episode. Like there are more people on the internet now, or you're, you're seeing more people because 
more people are on the same platform you are. Like you wouldn't have access to people in Japan, China, Mexico, whatever, when you're in the U.S. because, well, you didn't have things like the internet back in, well, social, excuse me, social media back in the 90s, right? You had MySpace and that started connecting people more. And I'm sure they had other platforms, AOL Messenger and all that, maybe some email, but the same thing goes for technology. You have access to way more things now. So before you'd only have you know, cable, right? You'd watch whatever was just on cable or you'd go rent a movie. But now that you have all these different streaming services, you have to pay more to get more and you want to be like everybody else and be able to watch whatever's new that's coming out for whatever amount of time, but also have whatever else you're going to watch in, in the first place. I think it's a part of it is like a social pressure. Like, oh, hey, did you catch the, the game? Or, hey, did you watch this? Or, oh, it's only on Netflix. Oh, I don't have that. Okay, I got to get Netflix so I can watch these same movies and whatever are the same TV show that my, my friends are watching. And that's why Netflix, I think, went to uh, shows that were specifically for them. Like there was no, no other platform, like Stranger Things and things like that. Yeah. Like, oh, we have to, it's kind of like how video game um, companies only made specific games for specific consoles that you, so you, yeah. Nintendo. So you have to buy their system to, to stay within that, that ecosystem of things. Yeah. <clears throat> And it's the same thing. And it's just like a, a fear of missing out. But like uh, like we've talked about before, if you just cut something out of your life and you just don't have it, are you you're going to keep living? Are you going to be okay with it? Like, can you live without it? And if you do it long enough, can you just say, ah, I just don't want to go back to it? I still think it's a fair enough point to say that wages haven't kept up with prices and, you know, how many other things are more available to you to a certain extent. But you also have to consider, like, you're in that situation you can't really change anything about it in the moment except for what you can actually do, which is, like I just said, penny pinch, mm-hmm. cut things out you don't need. And then where you really need, double down on it. And then, like you were saying, you wish you would have put that money towards savings or at least investing in something. Anything extra you get, you should really put that in savings. You know, mm-hmm. Don't be like, oh, I have extra money to spend on whatever. Well, why would you spend it when you could be saving it towards something that's going to, you know, be more productive. Yeah, this all came from a question like that we just asked ourselves right before we got on camera of uh, do people really make enough money uh, to live day to day? And is that like a like how what what percentage do we think of people that that aren't making it? And I think most people if you live in America, I mean, the chances are you're doing just fine. Mm-hmm. And if you're not doing just fine, the odds are you're not you're not doing what you need to do to, to make money. Like yeah. there's there. I, I find it hard to believe that somebody out there just can't find work and there's there's nothing yeah. for them to do at all. I understand like a lot of jobs treat, treat you like crap and you're not getting paid enough for what you do. Like I'll say it all the time, Starbucks workers, they don't get paid enough for that job. That's why I would never do that job anymore. The The way the corporate scheme kind of handled it, it's like they're basically a fast food restaurant now, but at a higher degree than other fast food chains. Hmm. You know, people are constantly coming in. You're constantly having human interactions where you have to do every little thing that people say. And you say, okay, I'll do that, whatever. And then you basically go, what were our break times? Two, three hours straight of doing that. Get a little 10-minute break, maybe a lunch break. And then have your other three, four, five, and six hours of the day to finish out doing that. So there are jobs like that, which the, the amount of work you have to do don't match up with how much you're getting paid. And again, these are just starting positions but they still suck compared to like when we were doing jobs and starting out 
Yeah. Uh, like I feel for these people, but most like you have to do what you have to do in order to make it happen. Cause otherwise if you don't have any friends or family, we'll say, um, what are you, what are you going to end up doing? You're, you're just going to complain and what else is there? Yeah. Did you see California and McDonald's are, are paying their employees $20 an hour, like starting like the, I think it's this month or like next, beginning of next month. I have a weird feeling about big corporations. Part of me like changed from like, like it's hard to say. They should be getting paid more, only because like you look at how how much these people are making at the top, and it's it's like like I'm very for capitalism, but I'm also for like there, there's a there's a new thought process of it. It's like there's like greedy capitalism. I don't know how people put it. We're like, they're just making way too much. And it's, it's more of taking advantage of people who are, um, in the work environment, the smaller mm-hmm. work environments. I don't know how to put it. I'm, I, I kind of have weird feelings about it. It's, it's just like, I, there's, there's capitalism to an extent. And then there's like this grubby, you know, system where it's like way, way too, way too much. Like, I, like you can build something from nothing with capitalism. Mm-hmm. You can't say that for anything else. Right. Yeah. Like you can, you can literally create your own environment, have a great, amazing life, building your own business. There's nowhere else you can do that as well as America. I, I hear what you're saying. And here's the issue with, I, I think I know where you're going with, like your, your, your feeling about it. And, he, and here's the issue. If, if they took, so this is what typically happens with, with companies. They have their, their um, what is it called? Their profits and they try to make their profit margin larger all the time. Like their goal is always to make a, a larger profit margin. Now, if it's a company that wants to make that profit margin and then all they do is just keep the money, the top just keeps the money and then they, they just do whatever they want with it, then then yes, that, that company's not, I don't like the way that that model is being yeah. ran. Now, if they are making money at the top, they're taking that money and making more jobs and creating more opportunities for people to work. Reinvesting it. Yeah. And, and like creating more businesses for people, then I'm yeah. all for that. That's cool because yeah. now you're creating more opportunity. Like while you will still be making more because you're creating more jobs and more technically more profit that way, um, that that's cool with me because you're still creating something. But when it comes to the point where you've made a monster or something and then you're just at the top, just continually just skimming out the top and lowering our, and, and, diversifying or or spreading the margin so far and the disparity between your bottom worker and the ceos is is so wide yeah that they're no longer benefiting like the like the your customer as the the employer is your workers and if you're not taking care of them i disagree with that and they should be taken care of but here's the problem because i know i know what you're saying hey give the the bottom workers a little bit more Here's the problem with that is that those people that work there, most of the time, I'm not going to say all the time, but a good portion of the time, those people that are working there throw their money away in the first place. Yeah. So if you're giving money to them, they're not doing anything good with it. So like, unless that person's like going to build something of their own, like, hey, I, I live in a capitalist place. And I can make something of myself and I can make a business. So let me use this money that I'm getting, that I'm, this extra money that I'm getting to do something with it. Then like, what, why, why would we do that? You know? So like if you, the, the society is flawed and if the mindset of the, the standard worker is flawed, which it is because again, we live in an entertainment country and all we want to do is be entertained and, and consume and get for ourselves. Um, it doesn't, 
I don't know. The model isn't going to work. Well, but here's what I'd say to that. It like you don't determine what someone's going to do with their money, right? Yeah. So like, I think at least wages should be enough to where you can do stuff. You know, you get paid enough to live, and then you have stuff like a little bit extra money. Like you're able to work that much to where you can have a little bit extra money to spend on a little something extra. Not a lot, but like, I don't know how you would account for that, but just like. You, you, you'd be able to do at least something fun for yourself. But which jobs are we talking about here? Because I think... We're talking the, about low, low-end jobs. Like, See, I think those jobs aren't for... like They're not meant to sustain a whole family. I feel like that job is meant... Like, uh, I don't want to say sustain a whole family. I meant you're just you're just growing up like you're a freaking 16-year-old kid. Yeah. right. You're just starting out. You're doing a job. Maybe you take it through college. And then after college, you, you get whatever job, or you go, whatever industry you're going into. I don't want to get into collegiate institutes yeah. <laughs> and how that pans out. But I mean, if you happen to get a job after that, you go into that field. But for the beginning jobs, those are meant to be for like young kids. Yeah. Like not, not working professionals, but people who are just learning what it is to take to start a job, get disciplined at it, learn the work ethic. Um, and like, you know, live life as a kid basically because you, you can't you can't live life off of those jobs like it's they were never meant to be that yeah. way but that's the thing so the people i think that are pushing that they need higher wages in those jobs are the people that are trying to do that job and then yeah. live this life where they yeah. buy a house and all that stuff that's not what that job is for that job is for um, learning like what you said work ethic learning yeah. how to do a job and then eventually you move on to something else it's not meant to be like hey feed a family of four buy a house with white picket fence. That's not that what that job is meant for. And if you want higher wages, you go to something that requires more skill. And unfortunately, there's only way to say it. Anybody can learn how to do that job. Yeah. So because anybody can learn how to do that job, you shouldn't get paid like a crazy amount of money. I think there's a good portion of the population that can gets segregated here um, by happenstance you may have got fired from a job. You have to pick up one of those jobs. Mm. And then, you know, it sucks because it's not enough to make ends meet, but it's not for you either, you know, but you have to work that job to at least sustain some sort of income um, to find another job or at least to work to um, get some sort of certificate or do something to earn a higher paying job, go in another direction. Yeah, I think that, like, so for those that are in those jobs, the business model for them or the thought process is, hey, this is a temporary job. I'm either gonna get into management or store store ownership or own my own franchise. Yeah. Like there needs to be some sort of level of like building up. But some people like they just want to go to to work, go home and not think about work anymore. And those type of jobs are the ones that pay more. <laughs> the ones that you have to take home with you. Unfortunately, I hate yeah. I hated any job that I ever had to like go home and worry about my phone ringing or worry about looking up, looking at email and things like that. Like I, I always like all of my jobs, they're all like that. Almost all of them. I always had to like be connected to a phone on my days off and like, um, and, and it's the worst. So like, yeah, higher pay comes with higher responsibility and, and, yeah. but that's what you're supposed to learn anyway. Like you're supposed to learn a responsibility when you're first starting out. And then once you've built that, uh, we'll say skill of responsibility, cause that is a skill you learn to be responsible then you can go into that avenue whether it be a shift manager was it starbucks shift manager store manager 
district manager going up the ladder like that, like her sister did. Yeah. Um, no, not that she didn't do district manager. She went straight to corporate. Yeah, straight to corporate. <laughs> but still, um, it's not meant for, to sustain your whole life. But that's like, so, I mean, this is kind of like what the whole podcast is about, what, why we even started it, um, why it exists, and like what we do is try and be better. And everything that you do, it doesn't matter what it is. At some point, you can only flip burgers so well, yeah. and you have to do something better. With, with, with fitness, you have to do whatever you can to be as best you can. And at some point, you reach the, the peak of that specific thing you're doing, and you have to do something different to reach a new level or plateau. Yeah. Um, but I don't think anybody, I mean, I, I can't speak for everybody, but I don't, I personally don't think anybody should be saying, Hey, I want to flip burgers for the rest of my life. Yeah. Unless they're like, Hey, this is my restaurant. I'm the owner of this restaurant yeah. and I like to cook. And like, I like to cook for people. Then yeah, you should be doing that. But it, it shouldn't be the thing that someone's like, Hey, this is what I'm going to sustain the rest of my life on, on this, you know, a, a muck job is not, yeah. it's not what you should be looking for, for career professional every person should be looking towards progress you know throughout their life you know there's a ceiling for working as a burger flipper right working for someone else you know you would have to keep switching jobs whatever job's going to pay you more eventually you know maybe you become a head chef somewhere i don't know how the uh you know how, how you transition from <laughs> burger flipper to head chef somewhere but but i feel like that's the hierarchy you kind of go by you know whatever but you get what I'm saying. For yeah. That. I mean, you can flip burgers. If you love to cook, hey, go somewhere and cook gourmet burgers. I mean, I, I'm sure there's some place that is a high paid job that you that someone actually does that. Um, but hey, keep trying to get better at least. Like go from McDonald's to being a chef at Red Ramen and flip yeah. gourmet burgers there or something like that. But like try and be better at least. Don't don't do one thing for the rest of your life and think, um, this is just it and be just satisfied. There's a there's a uh, fine line between contentment, like, hey, I'm content, but then also like, am I bettering myself? Like bettering yourself is one thing, but the next step is like, am I bettering the world around me, the people around me, and is there something I can do with that? And that's why I personally, every job I've been into have gone into management isn't because, hey, like I've reached a certain level of me being able to do this job, now I wanna help other people do the job better, so I'm gonna become a manager so I can, I can help other people. Yeah. All I have to say is you're going to have to hustle wherever you're at. You can't, you can't just complain about it. You're going to have to hustle, um, do two jobs. If you have to, it's going to suck, but it's only for a time. And then eventually, as long as you're pursuing something better, you know, you will get paid more later on. Yeah. Our, our economy is bad, but it's not so bad that people can't find a job and, and live well, like, at least decent. Yeah, right now buying a house, like good luck. Like, yeah, I know that's really difficult, but bare minimum, you'll be able to live in a, at least a decent, a decent place that uh, is comfortable. I, I mean, okay. So, but we can speak only for the economics of our area. Yeah. Where we are at. I was just thinking about that. And yeah. I think that I'm not going to say that you and I are privileged, but we run in circles of people that that think like we do in terms of like hey i'm gonna be better i'm gonna do this i'm gonna go to school yeah. um i'm gonna you know just be better at everything that i do and and somehow improve so i know that there might be some people again this is a cultural tribal thing there's somebody somewhere that is in a circle of people that that aren't go-getters yeah. that have low aspirations that just want you to 
make it out of the neighborhood without dying type of type of place. And I get it. Like, but even that person, if you live in America, you have the ability to to change your start and and do something else and go some somewhere else. You might lose family, you might lose friends doing it, but what what's more valuable to you? Like your well being, your family's well being, or just you um, you know, living it like some this way I gotta leave tribes sometimes yeah. or or leave leave a culture sometimes. Yeah, it's like it sucks. Like you wish everyone can do well. Mm-hmm. It's just not gonna happen. Like there's there's no nothing perfect. It can be better, obviously. And but you can't just to a certain extent you just <laughs> you can only hope for best for people and then you gotta do your thing. Yeah. Yeah, there's a saying that if you took all the money in the world or this idea of theory, um, if you took all the money in the world, split it evenly amongst everybody, that all the money would end up being back in the same place because people wouldn't change their spending habits. Like there might be a few people that will change. They they'll become an entrepreneur and actually build a business, and and they've been like saving up their whole life to to do that. But for the most part, money would end up in the same place because people would spend it the same way they spend it and just like just throw it away. Yeah. Like if you throw away a thousand dollars a month budget. If you're that person, you think that if you get $10,000 a month, oh, all of a sudden your spending's going to change? No, you're just going to be just as irresponsible with 10 times as much money doing ir- irresponsible things. So, In our group chat, I think this was last week, uh, Thomas, he asked everyone, like, hey, would you respect someone more um, in one of these ways? Like, would you respect someone if they earned a million dollars or if they won the lottery and got a million dollars? And... I think the the main thing from that came came about of you'd respect what they do after the fact. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's it cool. Yeah, you did you did earn it. That's that's really good. You should have then that that should just mean you really know what to do with it, right? You know what to do with that million dollars because you you earned your way to that because you had to earn ten dollars first, then a hundred, then a thousand, then ten thousand, hundred thousand, million dollars, right? So you earned all that money. You know how to reinvest it now the lottery guy you know and most lottery people they just you know dump it they end up in the same spot right yeah but there are a few who know what to do with the money after you know so it, it really comes back to what are you going to do with it yeah and it's hard actually um if somebody if if somebody out there if you ever win the lottery don't spend it like i know that's a really hard yeah. hard answer or a hard thing to hear but i mean let's be honest if you're listening to this right now, the odds of you winning the lottery is, is slim to none. But if you were to come into a lot of money, like don't spend it. I've had people that they're in debt, right? Maybe just 10 grand in debt, but then they get like uh, their tax, they get some sort of tax break where they messed up on their taxes and the, the IRS is giving them a bunch of money. And instead of, instead of getting out of debt, they're like, oh, let me go buy a car. Like I have a great down payment right now. Let me go buy a car. And it's like, see, people that are bad with money are just bad with money. Like they yeah. think that it's a gift. Oh, ooh, I got this thing. Yeah, that's a gift to give you some breathing room to get out of that debt. Or hey, use that to refinance um, your car and bring your bring your interest down. So now your your monthly is more comfortable. Or like do something good with it to to better your life. But people aren't like that, man. Our society isn't taught to do that. Our society is taught, hey. What do you want right now? Hey, I got a piece of plastic here that if you just swipe that piece of plastic, you're going to get it right now. And you can just pay it in payments over the next 18 months. Yeah. But that $100 item 
turns into like a thousand dollars because you pay ten dollars on it and then nine dollars goes back onto the card and then you pay ten dollars again and then nine dollars goes back on the card so you're only paying a dollar a month yeah for 18 months or whatever it is it's it's people don't understand money and it's the reason why people are have like eight different streaming services and yeah and then like multiple spending services <laughs> yeah and the thing is is even if you can do it like uh, i would encourage people out there just because you can do something like ask yourself the question should should i yeah and I, i'm there right now like as we're talking i'm like hmm i'm pretty sure i can get rid of one of those i'm not sure which one i'm gonna get rid of i like well i get together with the family and like hey which ones do you guys watch if if none of us watch this one just get rid of it yeah there's there's no reason um, I remember when I was younger, I'm not going to do it. I'm about to do it. I'm going to do it again. I'm gonna no, do no, it. no, 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 no. Because I was going to bring it up too. But then I was like, I was like, maybe this will be the episode. No, this is no, gonna... no, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, here's here's what I'm going to say. I'll say it differently so I don't have to do what, what you're thinking and I'm thinking. <laughs> now that I'm in my older age and I have kids, I've become a dad. And what I do is when they leave for school, I walk the entire house and I check for lights. I'm turning the lights off. I will check the stinking thermostat like every couple days to make sure that they don't lower it and make sure that's where it's supposed to be. I, I check their windows to make sure they didn't open it because they just wanted a cool breeze overnight and that is that is closed. Like I do all of these dad things to make sure that they're they're doing what they need to do. And even with with money, like so my sons, they're great with money. When they get when they get money, they just save it. They don't even they don't spend it at all the girls dude so they just dog sat sat for um, one of our neighbors they got paid immediately kinsley's like "Ooh, i want to buy a bike <laughs> she got 125 dollars. she looks on amazon or, or wherever it was "Ooh, here's a bike for 120 bucks yeah. like the height of her full income and she just wants to full-on spend it i'm like that's not smart now the boys every time they want something they do research on it first they say, ooh, do I want this? And then they're like, they'll wait a week or two. And if they still want it, then they'll get it. Oh, we're talking about like video games, huh? Yes, yeah, video games yeah, yeah. for them. <laughs> but at least they, what they want to buy, you know, is like 60, 60 bucks. And then that's it. Yeah. Where my daughter wants to blow, um, you know, twice that on a bike. Well, while the bike, she'll probably use it a lot more. Um, just their spending habits are different. But here's the thing, though. They'll buy snacks like the girls would just buy random chips they go to the store and buy some chips yeah whatever else and it's like we pay for your food so why are you buying food and um, the boys like each of them has you know hundreds of dollars that they save they, they hold and the girls always have like you know 25 50 bucks laying around and then that like that's it so yeah. they never can buy anything really that's how i was as a kid though i would have money but see the thing is when you have cash you're less likely going to spend it because it's it it feels cool when it's in your hand and you're like, look at all this money. Like, so when you're like 12 years old and you're looking at all these dollar bills, one dollar bills and you have that hundred in there, it's like, I don't want to spend this. I want to keep this in my pocket. Right. <laughs> but like, if you have that on a card or just on your phone, it's like, it doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> so you're just, you're scanning something, mm. paying it, scanning something and paying it. I remember the story you were talking about. <laughs> uh, I don't know whether it was on the podcast or we were talking about in the gym. Where you uh, were trying to pay for gas? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, it was on that. Yeah, see, if you had, if I had cash in hand, I wouldn't have had that problem. 
you know, I'd be like, oh, well, I'm running pretty low here. So, but if you can't see it, you don't know, right? So it's just, it feels like it's imaginary. And this is why I think a lot of people are really bad with money is that <laughs> they can't physically see how much they have. So like, oh, it's just imaginary and I'm just going to buy mm. this because I probably have it. You know how many people don't check their bank account? It's painful, man. It's painful to check your bank account, especially if you're doing really bad. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, oh, I, I hope I have this much money in your check. And you're either two ways. You're in two directions. You're like, oh, man, I feel, I'm cool. I'm good. I'm good. And then you're like, you start crying a little bit. You're like, there's nothing in there. <laughs> Dude, what I found is that that when my bank account, the, the higher it gets, the less I want to spend. Because I, like, the first time you hit like $1,000, you're like, ooh, I want to keep it above that that threshold. I never want to go below that. So when I go over $1,000, then I'll spend whatever's over $1,000. Yeah. And at some point, you come into a little bit more money, and you're like at $5,000, and you're like, oh, okay. So anything that goes over $5,000, I'll spend that. But $5,000, I'm, I'm keeping it at that. Yeah. Um, I think there's, at, at one point, um, our bank account got to a number where I was like, I would have never thought that it would be here. It's staying here um, and never want to go into that. But like it becomes a game where it's like, oh, what can I what can I save? Um, once I started doing that, then I'm like. Uh, I got to a point I, I became more charitable, like my mindset. And I was like, how can I help somebody else now? Like, I'm 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 OK. I'm good. How can I help somebody else? And, you know, I'm, I, th- I don't think I'm great with money. I'm just better at like not wanting to spend it. And before I used to sell everything, like if I wanted to like get rid of something, oh, I would sell it because I wanted to make money. Mm-hmm. At some point I stopped doing that and I was like, I have something that somebody else could benefit and I, I can give it to them. So like my, well, I've had, I can't tell you what I've given away because then it's not charity anymore. But um, cause I, I don't want to, to toot my own horn, yeah. but there's been times where I just given something away where somebody else is like, dude, you could have, you could have sold that for money. But I'm like, I, I have what I need. And that's that, that's that mentality. What you're talking about the, the CEO of a corporation where they have so much, but then they're still trying to, trying to get, like, yeah. I'm not, I, I can't do that. Cause I, I'm, I have a bleeding heart for people that don't have. So I just give stuff away at that point because you know, what, what, I wasn't using it. So why would I make you pay for something I wasn't using? I think like when you are like very well off, like that becomes like a second nature thing. It's like, I don't really need this. Hmm. Meh. Unless you're pretty money grubby and uh, <laughs> you're like, what can I get out of this? I mean, that's a cool trait to have to an extent because <laughs> it teaches you like, oh, how can I make more money and reinvest whatever? Yeah. But then there's also a part of you that's kind of like, hey, man, you're being a jerk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, he can have my, my scraps. Yeah. You just have to have a mindset where you're not either either way where like you don't feel too sorry for somebody like when someone asks me for stuff, I almost never give when someone asks because um, I don't know. I, don't, I just don't like the way that it feels when someone asks me. But if someone tells me their story and I see what's going on and I actually see like, the struggle, then I'm like I'm more apt to like give in that scenario where I'm like, oh, man, like I, I feel I feel your pain. I've been through that. And I, I give them something when they don't even ask. Um, and it's it's just, I don't know, it's just better that way. And it, then people know that, um, oh, I asked Jay for this and he just gave it to me. I'll never have that story go out there so that somebody else just starts asking for stuff because that's the worst. Yeah. When people come out the woodworks because they find out you have money. I had someone ask me because they were um, doing something, asked me for money. And I was like, no, like, are you working right now? 
you're not working, but you're asking me for money. No, go find a job. Yeah. Like if you're struggling and you had a job, maybe I'd help you. But you don't. You're not even trying. You're not even trying. So. Yeah. If I ever do something charitable, it's always in a very discreet way. Uh, mostly, it comes to like, you know, that when I'm dining out, I tip very well. Because hmm. uh, you've been a di- server before, this too. I mean, it's really discreet. No one's gonna know. I mean, they yeah. might brag to their coworkers, but it's like it's very discreet. No one else is gonna know. Like, no one knows what kind of tipper you are. That's, yeah. You know. That's the oh, you know what? By the way, if you're gonna do any job to start out. If you can start out as a server, that is the best job you can do. Hmm. Because that's usually money in your pocket that night. Like you get it that night almost every time, right? It teaches you to have more responsibility because you're responsible for that table. Everything that happens that night is your responsibility. Like sure, if the food's like well done, they wanted medium, you know, then that's probably not your fault. But you're acting as an intermediate between um, what they want and what the restaurant can do for them. So it gives you a, a different avenue to like, you know, how would you say? You have your own vested interest in doing well. Yeah, right? you want to do well because you're going to get paid more. Yeah. Right. So that that's why I think like the tipping, like tipping culture is pretty bad. But like nowadays in, in the restaurant business, it's cool because this is what they live off of. Yeah. And it's service based. I don't want to tip someone when they're handing me a cup of coffee. <laughs> I hate that. And they turn around, turn around the screen. And they're like, hey, just press this button. We'll be good to go. <laughs> Bro, I've had that conversation so many times with people to where like, hey, like I'm, I'm in a drive through. Like you're not bringing it to me. You're in a window and you're giving me a cup of coffee and you turn this little screen around and tell me like, hey, like it's, it's completely optional. Well, my option every single time for that is I'm not tipping you. I'm pa- already paying you for what you're giving me. You didn't do anything extra whatsoever. Oh, can you actually please not talk while we're doing this? Like, I didn't, <laughs> I'm not buying yeah, this yeah. and a conversation. Yeah. Like, can you please like not like, because when you know that the, like the conversation is not genuine, I don't want to talk. If you're required to talk, like, like, it's cool. You don't have to talk to me. Just give me the coffee that I'm already paying for and I'm not yeah. going to give you extra. Like, That's why it always seemed like there were regulars I loved at uh, Starbucks. Like they're really cool. I love to have conversations with them. Mm-hmm. But like, there's other people I ha- I felt like I had to fake smile and like, oh yeah, I need to tip here. <laughs> oh, I was talking about Dutch Bros, bro. I was. I know you're talking about Dutch Bros, but <laughs> I, I was. That's why I was related back to coffee. Uh, I'm like, I'm like, oh, let me let me smile really hard here. I'm just giving you a cup of coffee, but maybe you'll throw a dollar <laughs> bill in there. <laughs> yeah. But um, this that's why like, when you're a server, there's multiple points of contact, right? There's like three or four, maybe five, even sometimes. So you can tell if it's authentic or not. Yeah. Like you tell if they're just faking it, you know, and I don't, I don't really care either way. It's kind of like, I'm going to give you a decent amount, you know, but yeah. um, you can still tell like, Hey, the server is a good guy. I want to do something nice for him. Yeah. Rather than like, <laughs> you know, the drive through getting your cup of coffee. This guy's just faking it right now to get that tip. <laughs> I think the other good thing about being a server as a, as a first job is that you learn patience. You learn how to be, become patient. Otherwise, if you're not patient, you're going to lose your job. Yeah. Um, because you're going to say something you shouldn't say either, you know, either to the chefs or to the yeah, guests. <laughs> exactly. And then you also just learn how to um, interact with people like that is invaluable for any job that you will get after that. Not just customers, but also just other employees. And like, that's just a, a really um, good skill set that you get from that. And, you know, we're also talking about specific places that you serve because you can't just serve anywhere and get that experience because there's yeah. places where you serve and you don't have to do a good job at all. Uh, I worked at Bubba Gumps to start out. 
I mean, I still did a really good job. I made sure like everything's cool, but like there were servers there. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, just throw the plate at them and yeah, whatever yeah. else. Like, oh, and then you know what drives me crazy when somebody, um, like when you get like waters, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then they come back to like refill you and they and they they just refill you one time and then you don't see them the entire time until the check comes like ever again. Yeah. But I don't know. It's a hard, there's a hard like um, balance between that because sometimes you're all set. Like you don't need anything. They give you the food. You don't need to see them ever again. But then there's like, sometimes you're like, Oh, but this, but this, but this, and but this is why serving teaches you about people. It's like, you have to be able to read them and understand people mm. to give them better service. Like I've worked at grubby spots like Bubba Gums. Um, and then grubby, at, you say grubby spots. It's pretty, it's pretty grubby there. <laughs> <laughs> like they hired ex cons to work the kitchen. Oh, right? it's grubby. <laughs> um, then I've worked in fine dining where you're making like three, five, seven hundred dollars a night. Mm. Um, and like, but I think fine dining is where you really get to um, understand people. It's because a lot of people want to talk to you, but then you have to be able to like. You know, shift the conversation because they want to talk to you too long. You have other tables. Mm-hmm. It's fine dining. You got to make sure everything's set before every meal. Then you have tables that don't want to talk to you, and it's it's fairly easy to tell right from the get go. But you don't want to be that server's like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make them laugh, make them smile tonight, so I get that tip. No, they just want you to do your job. Yeah. And if you just do the job, don't bother them. They just want to have a nice meal with their family or cohorts, whatever. They'll tip you very well, right? So that's why I like service based jobs because it's based off of you know your pay is based off of what you do it's mm-hmm. kind of like having your own business yeah. you know, whatever you provide that's the reward you're going to get you know can I, a good amount of time can i hear today's specials hey can you um cart me out the dessert trays? i want to see what we got working today <laughs> i've never worked at a restaurant that do dessert trays or they do like the flambe in front of you that yeah I, I think that's dorky but apparently that's real serving i don't know yeah where you um make the guacamole at their table you ever seen that I've seen that video. <laughs> I've seen this lady. <laughs> I didn't really forget that. <laughs> I, too many times seen that stuff. Yeah, all that to say is that if, if you are somebody that is not making enough today, there's two things you could do. You can either choose to get a better career or like what you said in the very beginning, man, penny pinch. What, what, what are other things that you've done? I'm sure you got into a bind at some point where you're like, man, uh, money's running low. I got I to gotta like, you know, cut the fat. What are some things that you've cut out to not like make more income, but to make your money, your dollar stretch further. I think you have to be realistic, very realistic about your situation. So it sucks and you got to understand it sucks, right? Cause a lot of people don't understand that <laughs> they're, they're like, they think their whole life sucks. No, it's the situation you're in. Mm. Like what's causing that? Obviously we're having money issues. So how do we fix this? So first understand you don't like the situation. It sucks to be in. You can't buy what you want. You can't do what you want. And you're going to have extreme anxiety because you're you're worried about your future and what's going to happen. Now, if you had money, you wouldn't have anxiety because you would know, like, I have money, I'll be I'll be fine. Next, I would like look at your finances, like how much money do you have? Like, take a hard look at your bank account. <laughs> no one does it. <laughs> actually, look at yeah, it. Actually, look at it. Look at the number in there. Look at your savings. Look at your checkings. Whatever investments you do have, check that out see what you have of stock right or see not actual stock but <laughs> see what see what's in stock you have money do you not right <laughs> from there either i have it or i don't <laughs> yeah from there check out your expenses like what are you paying for and then what can you get rid of 
And then at that point, you're kind of like, okay, now let's let, let's look at everything as a whole. Like, this is how much money I have. This is my expenses. Uh, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like counting macros. <laughs> if you're in a def- deficit of calories, <laughs> you're gonna lose weight. Yeah, yeah. So if you if your expenses are higher than your income or what you have in there, you you lose your money fast. Yeah, you lose your money pretty fast. So just make sure your expenses are lower than your income. I think the first thing that people should take a hard look at is is what they eat. Because I think that people always think, oh, well, I have to have my Starbucks or I have to have my Dutch Bros or I have to eat out, you know, whatever. Oh, I have to go out on Friday and have these drinks. Like there's a lot of money spent in, in food yeah. that, hey, you cut back and guess what? You're eating um, the true bodybuilder's diet. Like, and it's super cheap if you do it right. Yep. You, you get a bunch of rice because rice is super cheap. And then you're eating just veggies and and chicken that's it that's all you're having like like you're gonna get all the nutrients you need it's gonna be super bland but you're not gonna be spending all this extra money on like you're getting steak and all these other things that are expensive um stop eating out like that very first thing i'll say stop eating out because Mm -hmm. if you eat out one time that money that you spent for that one time eating out will have been will have been like probably two days worth of just standard food if you if you did it right well two days of bodybuilders meals yeah yeah so that's six meals, five, six meals right there. <laughs> yeah. So that that's um, and I think people like they don't realize that a lot of well, people, they don't realize that they eat very luxurious. Yeah. Um, not just for uh, America. Well, like not just for against any other country, but for America, they eat, eat mm-hmm. very luxurious and, and, and more than they need to. Yeah. Um, and then secondly, I would say, um, what are you? What? what are you laughing about? Because <laughs> you were like, first, are you eating out? You need, you need to mark that a list. Cut that out. I was kind of thinking like, are you fat? Well, then, <laughs> then you probably got a you probably got a few weeks of not eating. You can do save some money there. <laughs> Full on fast. Yeah. yeah, you can go down to one yeah. meal a day. Yeah, and and be good. You'll be you you will be fine. You will not die if you eat yeah. one meal a day and you just do some hardcore intermittent intermittent intermit fasting. And you'll probably benefit from it, to be honest. You'll have a lot more mental clarity um, instead of eating a lot of just like sugar and randomness. The second thing is um, to stay um, moving forward is just what what am I spending on entertainment? Like where am I spending the money? Is it I'm driving places? Is Am I I going to the movies? And then like what what you said, like we keep hitting on streaming services, but that's the only thing I feel like is like extra sometimes that we spend money on in entertainment, like movies, um, again, am I going out with my friends? Am I spending money on alcohol um, to go, you know, to the club or whatever it is? I, I, don't, I don't know what people do these days. I, I've never done that. The well, I'll tell you what I'm paying for extra right now hmm. that I shouldn't be paying for. So with the uh, Spectrum, you have to have oh. a home service yeah, um, router to have their mobile um, business, right? So we ha- we're paying for mobile and we're paying for you know, basically a router that we don't use because it's back in Reno and I have a whole different internet service. Oh, trash. So it's like, they didn't tell me that after the fact though. Mm. So, so if things you start like with that, them, you can't move, you can move it, but their internet sucks. Mm. So we're looking at changing providers, but again, you don't learn it to after effects. So that's like almost a hundred dollars extra a month mm. paying for that. I would, I don't really have, I mean, okay, so those are two tips we had in terms of like saving money, but I think like how would you 
what what's something you would tell people to, to make money like hey now how here's how you use the money you have to make more money the easiest thing to do is get another job i mean you have to look at you know cost effectiveness or time effectiveness um you're spent let's say you're spending eight hours every single day well for five days a week working the 40 hours how much more time can you add to that without overdoing it so maybe 20 extra hours so 60 hours a week you're working it sucks but you'll have to do it just for just for a time it's never it's not gonna be for forever i think the second avenue is just like sell things that you don't need so mm-hmm. ebay stuff i think gary v popularized the garage sale things you know buy things at a lower cost and make sure they're worth something and then sell them again on ebay amazon whatever um or learn something that people want to learn about or want to know about and then sell your knowledge mm. so i mean it could be the dumbest thing too you know there's a niche for everything people talk about what is it uh hot wheels <laughs> talk about hot wheels and the, people will buy guides on hot wheels and all these other things it's weird but you know you can make money doing anything i think i have a friend that has um a hot wheel collection her dad has a hot wheel collection and knows a lot about it and if you just sit there and talk about your stinking hot wheels on on youtube yeah there's kids and and grown-ups that are hot wheels collectors and and they'll watch your videos just yeah. to just to hear what you're talking about but i think about all the extra time you just waste on social media anyway like we were talking about just make a video at that point you know yeah and uh, my tip would be is to start a business like create a business whatever it is like maybe you like photography or, or YouTube specific, like if maybe there's something that you have that you're interested in that you've spent all this money on already. You've blown all your money on um, your sneakerhead and you, you have a bunch of shoes. Well, talk about the shoes. There's people out there that love shoes that will just listen to your stories and um, you could eventually make money on it. Uh, but building a business is the, the best way to make money in the long run. Working for someone else is the absolute worst way to make money. Um, Yes, you can make money and you can make a decent living doing that. But ultimately, for financial freedom, you're going to want to start a business that um, is your name and and selling something that only you can offer or that's unique to you. Um, Julie, my wife, she sold mason jars for a while. And I was like, well, who's going to buy this? But she made a business selling mason jars and she would make vinyl uh, stickers that she would put on the outside of them. And her first year of business, she made like $35,000, like $50,000 doing just making mason jars. So if you have a, um, just a passion that you have and you, you're like, man, I'm, I'm tired of flipping burgers. Well, think about starting to invest some of that time into building a business outside of that job. Hey, keep flipping burgers, but better yourself in a different way and, and build your own business. Even if it starts small, if you can replace your income flipping burgers with that small business, which I'm sure you can, then at least you're working for yourself and you're putting your own hours in and not working for um, someone else that, that you feel is like shortchanging or cheating you. At that point, when you have your own business, if you're not making enough, you're just, you're, it's, it's on you. Like you're, you're cheating yourself. Yeah. So man, that, that 45 minutes went real quick, but Hey, thank you guys for hanging out with us once again. Um, again, we didn't, we did not expect to talk about finances. It was just like a, a video that we had popped up a second ago and and that just just came up and it was was an awesome topic so thank you guys for joining us thank you for hanging out and we will see you guys in the next video peace